The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Saturday, April 24th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I'll be running this one solo for you guys. Uh, we have a nice two slates on our hand here, and we have a two-game early slate. Starts at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then we have the late slate that starts at the normal 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Two games in the first one, six games in the second, uh, and there's a lot of fun to go around. A whopper of an injury report right now. We don't have a ton of people ruled out as of yet. I'm recording this one early in the morning. But we do have a ton of people questionable, uh, which goes without saying, if you are playing, you got to keep up on that news. Uh, if not, if you can't keep up on the news or pay attention to what at all, um, or whatever the case is, then just play a little bit smaller. Don't don't chill out your dollars because uh, a lot of big names on there that might play, might not play. A um, couple back-to-backs that we have to look, talk about, and I'll, I'll repeat those throughout the podcast, but uh, there's five teams on one end of a back-to-back today. Uh, we have the Heat, Rockets, Nuggets all on the back end, and the Bucks and Pacers on the front end. Um, and before we get into it, I do want to shout out our guys over at MyBookie, simply the best sports book out there. Uh, if you're not betting with them yet, you should get familiar with them. They have a ton of fun contests, on a, and for all you... UFC fans out there, we have a big fight tonight, so uh, better better late than never to get in. <clears throat> and uh, if you want to join, you get um, I'm sorry, lost my lost my uh, thought process for a second, but uh, join now and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks if you enter the promo code Hoopball upon signing. That's H O O P B A L L. And I also want to shout out our guys over at Manscaped, uh, the number one men's below-the-waist grooming in the world, in the world. Uh, and if you want to – and they have some great products there. I myself, I loved the Perfect Package 3.0. I rave about it. Um, last night I actually wore the shirt and the boxers that come with it. And out of everything, I, I'm just uh, – I, I love that those materials. Those are my favorite things. Uh, but the Lawnmower 3.0 is awesome in its own right. Crop preserver, crop reviver, all that stuff. You get a uh, a nice bag that comes with it, a carrying bag. Uh, very, very, very good quality of stuff there. Uh, and if you want to join, get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code HOOPBALL20. But let's get on to this slate because it is kind of a long one. The first game of the day is part of that early two games later. It is the Raptors at the Knicks. We have a spread of the Knicks are two-point home favorites, and the game total is 217.5 as of now. On the injury report for the Knicks, we have Alec Burks, Mitchell Robinson, both out. In the Raptors, we have Chris Boucher. I love doing that. Uh, Jalen Harris, Paul Watson, all out, and Rodney Hood as questionable. <clears throat> so for this one, I like a couple guys. Um, we'll start with the Raptors since they are the away team. I'm looking at Fred Van Vliet. This is a tough matchup going against the Knicks. All 
it always is. They're slow, and, and they're, they're one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, but they, Fred Van Vliet has had success against the Knicks this year in the one game he played. Uh, he took 19 shots and, and had 47 fantasy points, <clears throat> DraftKings points. And I do want to have some exposure to this Raptors backcourt. Uh, we'll see if anybody misses as the tip-off time inches closer. Um, but we don't know who's going to be there for Philly if Embiid plays. And that might make me not really want Giannis if there's no Embiid um, and vice versa. <clears throat> but I think we can pay up for one of these guards, uh, whether it's Lowry, Van Vliet. I just feel a lot more comfortable with Van Vliet, only $400 extra. And then, obviously, if they both miss Malachi Flynn at 5600 uh, he we we know what he can do when he's getting 30 plus minutes as the primary guard on this team but outside of them i'm looking straight at the center position uh, we know chris boucher even though nick nurse did not like him as much uh, and was unwilling to play him at center because they think he's more of a power forward he was still getting some minutes but without him there ken birch 4200 becomes a lock and load for me uh and freddie gillespie He's been playing pretty well. He's been getting minutes uh, in the rotation the last couple weeks. In the last couple games, he's creeping, uh, the last four games, we'll say, 19, 22, 19, and 24 minutes. And at 3,400, you could play him too. Expect a couple more minutes without Boucher. Uh, maybe they split time, him and him and Birch, and you get that $800 discount. But I'm just going to go with Birch more if I have the $800, just because we know it's uh, a lot safer there. But those are the three guys I like on this team. Uh, as for the Knicks, I think the Knicks are solid on the value as well. Uh, I think we could play Julius Randle, 9,600. Uh, he's probably the most, as of as of doing this podcast, he's probably the safest superstar to pay for because we don't know if Embiid is playing or not. And if Embiid doesn't play, uh, you have to think that the Bucks might rest someone too or they run away with that game, uh, either or. And They'll probably try and get some Giannis rest in there if they can, some holiday rest, because they are playing on the front end of a back-to-back. But I'll get to that game in a moment. Randall, very good matchup against the Raptors. Uh, you can score on their front court, whether whoever's playing. <clears throat> and Randall's been playing very well right now for the scorching Knicks. <clears throat> so I, I don't. I, I like going there at 9,600. Uh, outside of him, Derrick Rose. As long as Alec Burks is out, it opens up some minutes in the backcourt for some guys. Derrick Rose has been playing well lately. Uh, you can score on the Raptors, 5,100 is a solid price tag. Same goes for Reggie Bullock, 4,600. More minutes available for him without Burks. Uh, they were they kind of cancel each other out when they're both playing. Uh, but when one's not playing, Burks has been seeing a ton of minutes lately. <clears throat> I mean, Bullock has been seeing a ton of minutes lately. Uh, 40, 38, 37, 41, 35 in the last couple, so... And go right back to there at a fair price. And Nerland's Noel at 4,400. Uh, he's been starting to get more of the lion's share of the minutes at the center position. And no Mitch Robb. You can expect that to continue. Uh, when it first, when Mitch Robb first went out the second time, Taj Gibson was getting more minutes too, and they were kind of splitting it. But Nerland's Noel has <clears throat> taken the reins here. And at 4,400, uh, we know he doesn't score, but that's a very solid price tag. Now, the second game I kind of touched upon a little bit, but it's the Sixers at the Bucks. This one starts at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. We have a spread of the Bucks being 7.5-point home favorites, and the uh, total is 2.30. On the injury report, we have Joel Embiid, Firkin Korkmaz as questionable, Ben Simmons as out, 
and the Bucks have yet to submit their injury report, uh, even though I'm recording this one in the morning. <clears throat> so uh, we'll see exactly what they pop up with. But again, they the Bucks are on the front end of a back-to-back. So we can see them uh, sitting some people, especially if there's no Embiid going against the Sixers with no Embiid, possibly, and no Simmons. <clears throat> Start with the Sixers since they are on the away side. Um, the people that I like on this side are all fairly cheap. Um, depending on what happens with Embiid, I think if he's out, you can look at Tobias Harris, though I would probably stay with Van Vliet, but uh, Tobias Harris becomes the clear-cut number one guy, and at 7200 that's a fair price. If Embiid plays, don't really, I, I don't want to touch him, but if he doesn't, he become, he comes into my player pool. I don't know how much exposure I'll have to him, but he'll be there. Um, <clears throat> and I do like him a little bit more, obviously. Outside of that, Danny Green at 4800 Shake Milton at 45 who I prefer of the two. Uh, and Dwight Howard at 3,800 are three other guys that I'd be looking at on, on the Sixers side of the ball here. Uh, Dwight Howard, whether Embiid plays or doesn't play, at 3,800, he's a solid value here on a short slate, especially if you're trying to get in as many big name players as possible. Uh, we know he can rebound. Even if he's playing minutes in the teens, he's probably going to get six-plus rebounds. Uh, then That'll bring back value, and if Dwight or Joel Embiid doesn't play. He's going to be the chalkiest guy on the slate at 3,800. So you uh, can definitely go there. Shake Milton with no Ben Simmons, possibly no Korkmaz, possibly no Embiid. Uh, he's going to have a ton of usage. He had a very good game against this team the other night. He took 14 shots, dropped 20 points, 4,500, fair price tag. And Danny Green, if <clears throat> Embiid and Korkmaz miss more minutes, more shots, uh, and he could he can. Score from the three-point line. It's what you can do against the the Bucks. <clears throat> on the Bucks side, depending on Embiid, I'll like him a little more or a little less. But Giannis, uh, he's the highest guy in the slate. I think we have enough value that we can get him, and we can get um, possibly get him and Randall. So without crushing your lineup, but uh, Giannis just crushed this team last game. If Embiid doesn't play, he probably won't play thirty minutes, but he could still put up near 50 points in in 28 minutes uh, against uh, this team again, especially without Embiid there. I I just like him. He got to the line a ton, 10-2. I mean, you can't hate Giannis. Outside of him, Bobby Portis is a guy I'd look at, especially if possibly Giannis sits. Um, But 5,300, he also did really well against this front court, the backup front court. He might see extra minutes in in a blowout scenario as well. Uh, So 5,300 is not a bad price tag for him. And Pat Connington, He's the only guy I can trust right now, depending on how the game news shakes out, of the reserves that I know gets a good amount of minutes. Uh, and in a blowout scenario, you can expect some solid return there, and he's only 3600 All right, let's go to the second half of this slate, the big slate, the main slate. That's six games. We have the first game starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Detroit Pistons at the Indiana Pacers. Uh, for the spread, we have the Pacers as five and a half point home favorites and a two twenty two game total. On the injury report, we have Jeremy Grant, Corey Joseph as probable, Rodney Magruder, Dennis Smith Jr. as out for the Pistons. On the Pacers side, we have Miles Turner, T.J. Warren, Sabonis, 
all out. McDermott, Lamb, and Goga as questionable. So pretty big uh, injury report for the Pacers there. <laughs> and not the Pistons, shockingly enough. But the Pacers, as mentioned earlier, are on the front end of a back-to-back. So they may play cautiously with a lot of these guys on the questionable tag. And I will get to them after the Pistons, who are the away team. But like a lot, I'm going to name a lot of names because uh, depending on the news, a lot of them are in play. But we'll start with the Pistons. And Grant, at 6,700, you're not going to have that. There's not... There's no Miles Turner, no Sabonis, possibly no Goga, no interior presence. So Grant should be good in this one. I know he hasn't been playing the greatest lately, but under 7K, uh, he's actually in the lineup. Hopefully we see 30 minutes, and that's a that's a solid price tag to go to. Outside of him, uh, I'm looking at, <laughs> I don't want to, but Corey Joseph, 5,100. It seems as though whenever he's actually in the lineup and not resting. Uh, the guy is getting 30 minutes. I, 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 Dwayne Casey said specifically that he wants to get his younger guys a lot of minutes, Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, and Saban Lee. He mentioned those four specifically by name. But uh, Corey Joseph, when he's in the lineup, he's getting a lot of minutes. So a 5,100 in this matchup, don't hate it. And Mason Plumlee, um, he, his minutes have dwindled down a lot lately, but in that last one, he played 32. And if he's going to play 25 to 30 minutes, uh, even more possibly, at a $4,900 price tag, that's a really good price tag. Not the safest of options because we don't know if he's going to just see 16 again, but um, very good price tag. And I'll, I'll take some chances in GPPs that, in the hopes that he plays uh, 30 minutes or so again. And that's pretty much it for this team. While I see most of them, uh, most of everybody not on the injury report and not missing this game, um, Dwayne Casey isn't the most reliable person to trust with minutes, so I, I don't want to fully get go in there uh, without some assurance that some of these guys are going to play more minutes. Uh, I mentioned the guys that I'll take shots on because they can bring back solid value there at their price tags, but... Um, the young guys that we've been going to a lot lately, I can't go to them currently with everybody else, all the vets playing. On the Piston side of the ball, I mean, you're missing your your two starting guys in the front court. Lamb, McDermott might not play. Uh, Goga might not play. But there's a lot to unpack with this team. Um, I'll start off by saying I, I like both of the guards, Brogdon and, and Levert. I, I'm going to lean towards Levert for $200 less uh, and that shooting guard. But I uh, don't hate going to Brogdon either. But again, uh, I'll lean to Levert for $200 less. Uh, he just has that game where he will take shots uh, when his three-point shot is falling and he's, he's seeing a lot of the minutes. Uh, just looks pretty solid. So I'll go there. But again, I think Brogdon is also in play. Outside of them, I'm going straight to the front court and playing whoever has a pulse here. Um, if Goga plays, he's my favorite of the front court options at 4,100. He should start at center, uh, knowing that there's no Sabonis, no Turner. He doesn't usually play with, um, if Sabonis is playing, they don't really fit well. He fits a little bit better with Turner, but with no, none of them, he should see a lot of minutes if he's available to go. And he would be my preferred option. And one of my favorite plays of the night 
if he can go. If he can't go, uh, then it's just a jumble. Brissett, we saw him play a ton of minutes last game, and he probably will play a lot of minutes again. But there's also some, um, McDermott, and if he plays at 3,800, he should start at power forward, uh, probably. So I, I like him there. And Jakar Sampson was suspended in that last one also. So we didn't have Brissett got all those minutes because there was no Goga. There was uh, no Sampson. McDermott <clears throat> wasn't there either. And then you had no Sabonis as well, no Turner. Uh, there was no one in the front court. So if we have Goga, McDermott, Sampson all back, they're all going to see some minutes, and Brissett will not play 42 minutes again. But he did he did play well, so uh, he's going to earn himself a solid role at power forward and center spot, and maybe some small – he's not a big guy. He's not uh, a true center, actually. But I don't mind going to all four of them. Again, I would put it in – Gogo would be my number one option out of them. Jakar Sampson is just a punt plate purely at, at 3K, and he might get some minutes. If uh, Goga doesn't play, he's he's gonna. I would assume he starts. But I like uh, Brissett as well and, and McDermott, and then uh, Sampson as my fourth. Um, I just think there's a lot of value. 4-2, 4-1, 3-8, 3-3. A lot of value in that front court that we can look to. Um People are going to probably look at Aaron Holiday and and uh, Edmund Sunter, Sumner too. I'm I'm just going to leave them alone and and stick to the front court and the starters in the back court. All right, on the second game we have a tip off time at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we have that early Detroit Pacer game at seven, and then the next one doesn't start till eight. Uh, this is the Chicago Bulls at the Miami Heat. The Heat are seven point home favorites. And the spread is the lowest of the night, or the total is the lowest of the night at 210. Uh, the only game that doesn't, or there's three games under 220, but this is easily the lowest one by six and a half points. Uh, on the injury report, we don't have anybody for the Heat because, ding, 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 they are on the back end of a back-to-back. So I'll have to keep an eye out for on them as the day rolls along. But we have Troy Brown Jr. and Zach Levine as out, and Patrick Williams as probable for the Bulls. I'll start off on the Bulls because they are the away team, and I don't really love this matchup for them. Uh, The Heat are a very good defensive team. The Bulls are not the greatest of teams without Zach Levine. Uh, So I'm just going to stick with two guys, one that is decent, one that purely a pump play option that I don't love, but he is an option. Uh, and the first one that is a solid option is Kobe White. Again, at 5,900, he's starting. Um, he is the best scorer in the backcourt. I keep saying that because he is. I know he's not taking a ton of shots lately, 10, 10, 14, 10, the last four games. Uh, and he's still putting up solid value with that. Uh, eventually, he's going to take some more shots because that's, mostly most of his games so we'll see what happens here but i don't mind him at 5900 i think he's solid and as a pure punt play uh garrett temple at 3800 because he continues to start continues to start continues to see a solid role uh, minutes in the mid to high 20s and you can't always get that under 4k don't love him but he will be an option if i fall there and say uh and i'm stuck on a position and uh, I have to go there. On the Heat side, it's watch the injury report. We know Oladipo is 
not going to be playing on this one. Uh, but on the back end of a back-to-back against the Bulls, they might rest Butler. They might rest Bam. Um, they might rest Drogic, Iggy, a lot of these guys. And then that's when we'll we'll pounce. But as of now, I don't know who's in, who's out. So I'm just going to assume everybody is in. Uh, and say I like Kendrick Nunn at 5,300. Uh, this is a matchup also, even if these guys are in, to where they don't have to get overextended most likely. And they can get some in-game rest for Butler and Adebayo and stuff. Um, and But none, he's been playing. <laughs> he's been playing minutes, even though there's Drogic and everybody's healthy. Uh, he's still playing minutes in the in the 30s, mid to high 30s. And he's still taking a bunch of shots. And he's still scoring points. Uh, as long as he's, he's in the rotation, playing a bunch of minutes, uh, we can look at him. So uh, in, in this particular matchup against the Bulls, who can't guard in the backcourt, I like it. Uh, and then Trevor Ariza at 4,900. Uh, the guy continues to start at power forward, continues to log over 30 minutes a game, and he continues to bring back decent value uh, every few games. He goes on a couple-game spurt where he's solid, and then he goes on a couple-game spurt where he's scoring in single digits. Uh, last game he had... Uh, last night he had a double double. I think that not that the double double continues, but the the hot streak, uh, the solid streak continues for another game or two, and then I'll go off of him. And at forty nine hundred, I can go go to him in this in this game type. Uh, he's a lot quicker than Daniel Tice and should have a solid, decent advantage there. Assuming Tice gets the start again, uh, but I'm not really gravitating towards Bam or Butler. If I had to pick one, it would be Butler. I don't love the $9,500 price tag, but going back to Chicago, I do love that narrative. But I'm not sure if he plays, and if he does, how much, or if they just want to take it easy with him uh, on the back end of a back-to-back, because it is also the Bulls. All right, the third game of the night is the San Antonio Spurs at the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, This one also starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the spread on this one, the Pelicans are actually one and a half point home favorites, and the total is 231 and a half. On the injury report, we have Steven Adams as probable, Nicole, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Josh Hart as out, and James Johnson as questionable for the Pelicans. On the Spurs side, we have DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, both questionable, and Trey Lyles as out. We also. Uh, they're letting us know that Derek White is available and playing in this one. Right on the um, the spur spur side of the ball, they are the away team. Uh, obviously, the news of Demar Derozan is big. Rudy Gay, okay, uh, to a lesser extent, we'll see some front court minutes go around there. Uh, but Rudy Gay's uh, Demar Derozan's news and availability is big. If he misses the game, I really like. DeJounte Murray and Derek White gets a little gets better as well. But uh, Murray is the guy that I like the most on this team. Um, I'm hoping DeMar DeRozan does not play. But we'll see. If he does play, I still think that's a, a solid price tag uh, in this matchup, in a fast-paced matchup. And the backcourts usually do well against the Pelicans. I probably won't go to DeRozan at 8-5 because I don't know if I want to spend that much money there. Uh, for him in particular, but Murray is the play that I like the most on this team, and I'm, I'm hoping that DeRozan sits this one out. Just 
makes it even better. Outside of that, uh, Drew Eubanks at 3,800. Decent spot. Um, another option, not a guy that I'm in love with, but a, an option that we can go under uh, 4K. He's playing minutes in the teens, but he's been a permanent guy and bringing back value even at this cheat, um, minutes in the teens there. So don't think the upside is great, but if you fall under 4K and you don't want to go a boomer bust and you just want a solid guy to bring back some value, I think Drew Eubanks is it. I'm more on the boomer bust side. Patty Mills is a guy I'm looking at as well in this environment. If DeRozan sits, helps him out even more. Um, but this is a game that he can score and get his shot off and, and score a lot of points on. I like attacking the Pelicans uh, when I can, and in the backcourt especially, and Patty Mills fits that description at only a $3,500 price tag. Uh, so, again, I, I think he, he has that boomer bust potential, uh, but he's a guy that I'll take some shots on, on in GPPs. On the Pelican side, the price tags to me are just, ah, um, not not ah for everybody, but Zion over 10K now. Uh, interestingly, the one the two games that Zion played against the Spurs, he has uh, he's averaging over 47 fantasy points, so he's getting close to value there. But he's only shooting 40% from the field, uh, 15 of 37 overall, and that's a testament to Jakob Pertl's awesome, awesome rim protection. Um, one of the best defensive centers in the league in terms of defensive rating. And that's a testament to because Zion is shooting uh, incredibly from the field this year. <clears throat> but I want to go to Zion sometimes, but I probably won't be doing it. I, I don't hate it, but I really just don't want to pay over 10K for him right now. Uh, Ingram, don't hate it also, but he's nearly 9K. And the upside there is kind of limited, um, so I, I don't want to go there too. I love Lonzo. In this particular matchup, I don't know if I want to pay him for him there yet. I know he said his minutes limit was up, but he still hasn't gotten over 30 minutes yet. Uh, he only played 25 against Orlando. It, granted, it was a massive blowout. I still put up 30 points, and even though he shot like poo, he, he would be the one guy that I would, would look at out of those the big three because the price tag is more a lot fairer than I, I want to pay for Ingram or Zion but I still don't um, I still have some hesitancy uh, but I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't play him and, and if I have to go if I do go somewhere because the matchup is, is solid as well uh, that's where I'll go is is that with that $7,100 price tag outside of that though uh, I'm just gonna leave the rest alone Again, I, I think like Najee Marshall, 56, it's pretty high. Steven Adams in a in this matchup at 53, Bledsoe. I just don't love all the matchups, and if everybody's going to play, uh, I'll, I'll leave it alone for the most part. Jackson Hayes, because since he does play power forward, slightly intriguing if James Johnson misses again, but not enough for me to want to go there. Uh, so for the most part, I'm leaving the Pelicans alone, but I will have a little Lonzo exposure. Um, the next game starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is a rematch of the Lakers and the Mavs. Uh, we have a 216.5 game total, and the Mavs are two-point home favorites. On the injury report for the Mavs, we have 
A big one in Chris Dapps is questionable. Uh, we have Kleba questionable as well, and Tyrell Terry as out. For the Lakers, we have a laundry list that includes LeBron, Jared Dudley as out, Dennis Schroeder, Markeith Morris, Andre Drummond, Anthony Davis, all probable, and Marcus All as questionable. I'll start with the Lakers. They are the away team. And uh, the guy that I like the most on this team is Andre Drummond at his price tag. He finally had that game. He looked he looked pretty good. I know his, he's still dealing with the toe, toe issue, but he looked pretty good. He's looked good in the two of the last three games. Um, so, And he's playing nearly 30 minutes in, in those three games, so I feel comfortable with him. Uh, and we saw that Andre Drummond is actually good when he plays with good people. Who would have thought that? Everybody <laughs> forgot that uh, he hasn't played. He's played with one all-star in his entire career, and that was a watered-down uh, Blake Griffin. But Anthony Davis, even though it was only 17 minutes, yeah, he looks good again with with some of those uh, with those guys. And I can I would see that continuing uh, as AD gets ramped up and as LeBron gets incorporated, uh, they're going to want the big man to do his job, and it takes off a lot of pressure from Drummond and down low and. <clears throat> Don't, when you're going to have to put a lot of defensive attention on two super-duper stars. Yes, I said super-duper stars, uh, and it frees things up for Drummond. So I, I like Drummond at 6'5", and, and Schroeder. It, the matchup for point guards uh, against the Mavs isn't bad, and Schroeder's been having a good good couple games there. Uh, we already know AD is not going to be playing a ton of minutes here. He's going to have a slow ramp-up. Uh, so we can look at Drummond and, and Schroeder at 7-5 and 6-9, respectively. And <clears throat> outside of that, uh, unless KCP misses or, or some of these other guys miss, because KCP is questionable, I'm not going to have any exposure. If he does miss, then uh, I'm interested to see who draws the start. It's probably going to be Wes Matthews, and, and no one's excited about that. At 3K, though, uh, if he's... If there's 30 minutes opening up, I don't mind them, but I would probably rather take a shot at Horton Tucker um, or just leave it alone. And that's mostly what I'm going to do is, is leave it alone. Uh, we have uh, on the Dallas side, Luca is the highest-priced guy on the slate, and for good reason because he's Luca, uh, And I do like that. I, I, I will go there even though the Lakers are still one of the best defenses in the league. Now, they're a top-four defense. Regardless if Anthony Davis is in there or out there or LeBron is in or out or both, they are a top four defense in the league uh, statistically. But Luka is Luka, and he is the of the high-priced guys, like the super-duper high-priced guys. I don't know why super-duper is in my head right now, but <clears throat> of everybody over um, 9K right now, I feel the most comfortable with him even in this matchup. Uh, everybody else has something that could be going against them uh, or not, but we, we know his floor is safe. Uh, there's going to be some good value here tonight, and I just it's Luka. And then outside of him, I'm going to take a peek and see what happens in the front court. We have Porzingis and, and Kleba, both questionable. Uh, Porzingis played in <laughs> the other night, got hurt, Um Hurt his ankle. It was the second half of the back-to-back, and then he got hurt. Go figure. But I don't know if he plays in this one. 
And if he doesn't, I'm looking right at Willie Cauley-Stein if him and Kleba both miss. If if Kleba plays and Porzingis doesn't, don't mind Kleba either at 3,700. But I'm looking straight at you, Willie Cauley-Stein. Uh, he got a ton of run in the last game, 31 minutes. And we know that Carlisle kind of mixes and matches who he's going with in that front court when people are missing. Uh, but he is the best permanent guy of him and Powell. I, I If you want to throw Boban in there, then yes, Boban's the best of a permanent guy of, of him, of all four of them. But um, Coley Stein, we know, gets more minutes than Boban. So I'm going to go Coley Stein. And then if Kleba plays, don't mind him. But it all is dependent on... Or, Kleba and Porzingis his status and mainly Porzingis his status. Uh, if Porzingis does play and Kleba does play or just just Porzingis plays, then I'm looking just at Luca. Um, the next game, this one starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Utah Jazz. This has the highest total of the night at 235, and the Jazz are 13 and a half point home favorites. Uh, and yes, these last two games both feature spreads, the highest spread, um, spreads of the night at 13 and a half. But on the injury report for the Wolves, we have Malik Beasley as out, Jalen Noel as doubtful. And on the Jazz, we have uh, Mitchell as out and Azabuki as out. We'll start with the Wolves because they are the away team. Um, but I don't love this matchup for these guys. Don't hate Towns, but I'm just not going to go there. I can't trust that this game stays close, and I'm not going to pay 10-5 uh, for 25 minutes of, of Towns when uh, I could just pay $500 extra and get safe floor of Luka. Uh, Ant Edwards, not that I hate 7-3 or that I hate him in this matchup uh, because we do know that he's pretty much blowout proof. He's going to be uh, the one starter to guarantee that's definitely going to be getting minutes even in a blowout. Uh, but this is a tough matchup for him, and, and I don't want to pay 7-3 when we have other options uh, on this slate. Uh, but I do like some D'Angelo Russell at 6-4. I think it's still, now that his minutes are starting to continue to ramp up, uh, he, maybe he doesn't get 30 because it's a, ma- a big blowout, but if he gets 28 or so, he can bring back value at six four. Uh, this is a, it's just a it's just a very good price tag to where uh, even if they get blown out, I think value can be returned here. And the one game that he did play against uh, the Jazz earlier in the season, he dropped twenty five actual points and six assists. So I took twenty one shots. Maybe he doesn't take that twenty one shots, but I can see him bringing back value even at lower minutes in what looks to be a likely blowout. Uh, outside of him, I'm looking at Nas Reed. I know he had a big game last game. People are going to look at him, but if you think it's a blowout or you think he gets minutes next to Towns like he, he did not too long ago, um, that's that's pretty intriguing to me. And this guy is a permanent guy. He's very good when he's playing uh, to rack up fantasy points. And if you think it's a blowout or you think he can get 25 minutes, I, I I think it's a good matchup for him, and he he's another guy just like Towns who can stretch Rudy Gobert away from the basket, uh, get, cause him a little bit of trouble, um, and I, I think he plays a solid solid role here tonight. I just think it's a blowout, and I, he's going to get minutes in a blowout, so that's also a good thing there. On the Jazz side, I can't really trust anybody. Um, 
even without Mitchell, they, this, they should they should beat them bad. So I'm looking right at just Mike Conley at 7K. The Wolves aren't the greatest of defense in the league, uh, and their backcourt is especially the weakest point of them. And Mike Conley has really stepped up with no Mitchell. Uh, a lot of these guys have stepped up with no Mitchell, but I think he is the safest for me at 7K, knowing that he's really not much more expensive than Clarkson or Ingles. Only only five and four hundred, and eleven hundred more than Bogdan or Bojan. My bad, got got the brothers mixed up there. Um, so it's not a big price jump and, and a leap to go to Mike Conley, and that's why I like him. Uh, I prefer him over the other guys. Don't hate the other guys if you wanted to get a couple guys in your lineup, but I, I don't know that I don't. That wouldn't be something that I would do, knowing that it's a massive spread. Uh, you have the one of the best teams in the league going against one of the worst teams in the league, uh, and they're also home. And that segues us into the next game, where we have another very good team playing one of the worst teams in the league, and they're at home. And that is the Houston Rockets at the Denver Nuggets. Uh, this has a 225 game total, and the Nuggets are 13.5 point home favorites. Uh, both of these teams are on the back ends of back-to-back. So we only have three teams on the 16-team slate, day I should say because it's two slates, that are on the back ends of back-to-backs. And two of them are in the final game of the night that tips off at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so definitely be on your toes if you have some exposure to this game. Uh, but we'll go with the start with the Rockets since they are on the away side of the ball. Uh, John Wall has already been ruled out. He said he will play Friday, sit Saturday, can rule him out. Kevin Porter Jr., out. Uh, Eric Gordon, Sterling Brown, out, out. Uh, Dante Exum, out. <laughs> David Nwaba, out. DJ Augustine, didn't play last game. Avery Bradley, or hasn't played in a few games, I should say. Avery Bradley, Got sick pregame last night. Uh, didn't play. He might not play. I don't know who's on. Who's going to be available? Oh, Christian Wood. Forgot to even mention Christian Wood. He's he said himself he doesn't think he's going to play tonight. Um, was hindered or he had a little bit of an injury, ankle injury against the the Clippers on Friday, and he doesn't think he's playing tonight. So, who's actually left for the Rockets? And not only are they bad when they are at full strength, but I really don't want much exposure to this entire game because this just might turn out. Why would the Nuggets run Jokic out there for 30-plus minutes when he doesn't even need to play and they'll beat them? Uh, But we'll get to them in a minute. On the Rockets' side, man, they just don't have any bodies, really. Uh, Kelly Olenek is a play by default. Just it, it, no Christian Wood. Uh, do I don't want to spend sixty-seven for him, but he he'll be in my player pool if I have to by default. No Wood, no Wall, no no a lot of people. Um, Daniel House just came back. They might need it. He played twenty-one minutes. I don't know if he'll play again uh, on a back-to-back. Maybe they just have him active just so they have enough bodies, uh, but. I can't feel comfortable with him. Uh, 
Armani Brooks is the most comfortable guy that I feel on this team. I mean, like I said, no wall, no porter, no backcourt. Uh, 3,800, he's going to start and play a ton of minutes, whatever the score is. So I, I'm going to go there. Uh, I think by default, he's he's a very good value play. Maybe we get Avery Bradley back and he takes some minutes and wouldn't hate going there either by default at 3,400. Um, but I'd prefer Brooks. <clears throat> and Kenny Martin Jr., again, by default, 3,600. Going to have to see minutes, right? Uh, it's going to be a blowout. There's just no bodies on this team right now. Uh, we'll we'll see if some people unexpectedly, like DJ Augustine, come back. Uh, a, like I mentioned, Avery Bradley. Maybe those guys come back. But uh, if they don't, there's no bodies here. So if you want your value in a likely blowout, playing against likely backups, eh, the Rockets are your team. And I, I wouldn't go with anybody. Maybe you'll accept Olenek over uh, 4K here. And Olenek, I am just... Very sus about that price tag, but if you feel comfortable about it by default, I'm going to keep saying by default, then he might be your guy. Uh, but DJ Wilson is another guy that I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, again, there's just no bodies on this team. Likely blowout. Uh, I, this guy should play minutes, and he's a, a pretty good player when he gets a ton of minutes. And um, he's a, a pure desperation punt play, but somebody's got to play on this team. Um, and that that's where we are with the Rockets right now, like we were earlier in the season. And then, then we got the Denver Nuggets on the other side of the ball, and man, uh, we saw Will Barton leave the game last night, did not return, and then P.J. Dozier started in his place in the second half, and P.J. Dozier is the lone guy on this team that I'm going to play. 4100 very good price tag, likely blowout. He'll play in a likely blowout, I would assume. So can go there, but everybody else, Jokic, Porter, Gordon, Campaza, even Austin Rivers, I, I just can't fully trust any of these guys to play 30 or so minutes. They could probably bring back value against a Rockets team in 25, but uh, can't go there. I, I can't pay 10-9 for Jokic knowing that Luka's only $100 more and should have... 10 more minutes, likely. Uh, yeah, it's just tough. The, this is a very good matchup, obviously, for the Nuggets, but at home against whatever the Rockets are trotting out, uh, they might be up 30 at the end of the first quarter. So I, I just can't go there except for Dozier because I assume Barton's not going to be playing in this one. He might draw the start again, uh, and he'll probably play a good he, – he should play a good amount of minutes even in a blowout scenario. So that's that's the only guy that I'm going to go on this team, unfortunately. <clears throat> and that's it for the slate. Uh, I know everybody likes the tiers, so I'll throw down some tiers really quick here. On the expensive side, um, kind of probably hinted to it, but uh, anybody over 9K, 8K or so, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go Luca. I think he's the safest of the higher price guys. I mentioned Towns, likely blowout. Jokic, likely blowout. Vooch, tough matchup. Zion, I'd rather just pay 900 and, and be much safer. Uh, Butler, I mean, might not play a ton on a back, back-to-back against the Bulls. Uh, you just, it's Luka by default, and, and uh, I don't, I like paying up there. 
in the mid-tier play. I think we got some uh, solid guys in the mid-tier here. Uh, and and or I'll skip. Or no, I was going to skip the mid-tier and go straight to value and, and throw a, a couple value plays. But um, <clears throat> in the mid-tier, um, I guess I can say one high from the early slate and one from the late slate. Uh, early slate will go Derek Rose. Uh, and, and early slate expensive tier, I like uh, Julius Randle because, again, he's the safest of the guys to get a ton of minutes. Uh, Embiid might not play, so that means Giannis could possibly sit uh, or just have in-game sit like he was doing a lot last year and the year before. So uh, I like Randle, very good matchup, and he's the safest guy of the priced-up guys. Um in the early game for the the uh, mid-tier value, Derrick Rose, 5-1. Uh, very good match. There's only two games to choose from, and one game has an awesome matchup. Uh, the other game has possibly a, a tight, defensive-oriented uh, matchup there. So I'm going to lean towards the, the fun game where we can get a lot of our exposure to. On the, uh, mid, in the mid-tier for the late game, Andre Drummond, we just saw him demolish this front court a game ago, and there's it still might be a, a very good matchup uh, with Kleba and then Porzingis, both questionable. Uh, even if Porzingis plays, it's still a good ma- it's even good matchup, but might have some Willie Cauley Stein, some Dwight Powell, a lot of attention to AD, even though he's probably going to be limited to around twenty. And Drummond can go do his thing again at at sixty or seventy five hundred. Um, and he looked pretty healthy, so that's a good thing for him. <clears throat> In the value tier, uh, I feel like this is <laughs> getting abused here. Or actually, no, I went two Knicks, but I'm staying in that same matchup and going Ken Burke in the early slate at 4,200. We know Boucher's gone. He should see 20. He should see at least half of the game. And I would expect the lion's share about 30 minutes or so. Uh, $4,200. This guy is, is pretty good when he's playing. And this is a, a decent matchup for him. So I'm going to go there. <clears throat> um, don't mind Shake Milton. I, I think without Ben Simmons, it's a good matchup for him. And Dwight Howard, if Embiid doesn't play, is the chalk value of that early slate. Uh, but as of now, I think Birch would be mine because... We still don't know on Embiid's status. And in the late slate, I think we have some some solid value here too. Uh, there are quite a few guys that we can look at, um, but I'm going to stick with in that uh, Laker-Dallas game and go with Willie Cauley-Stein at only 3,100. Two guys ahead of him are questionable, and if they're both out, he's going to get very good run at 3,100. Uh, if they're both in, or you don't want to wait that long because it is 8.30, it's an hour and a half after the first game, then the value is straight in that first game. And whoever is starting in the front court for the Pacers, I preferably want it to be Goga and him being healthy enough to play because he would be my favorite play at 4,100 to attack, uh, even more so than Willie Cauley-Stein. But he's questionable, so we don't know if he's going to play. <clears throat> And if he doesn't play, that means the three top center options on the pit paces are gone. Uh, so it would also depend on, is Doug McDermott healthy enough to play? Uh, but Brissett at 4,200 
had a very good game in the last one. I would go to him second, McDermott third, Samson fourth. But uh, we're really hoping that Goga does play because he will be in a very good spot there. <clears throat> and that's it for the tears, guys. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. If you want to give uh, me a follow, my Twitter account is San- at Santino Cocone. If you want to follow all of our hoopball accounts, just type in hoopball in that search bar and go to your favorite team, your favorite uh, type of podcast. Uh, we have a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, and Also, we are looking for new um, people or new hires, uh, both on the season-long side, uh, the podcasting and all that stuff, and the DFS side. So if you think you have what it takes or, or you play a lot, uh, you want to uh, see what everything's about on either side, give myself a, a DM, give Dan a message, give Mike a message, uh, and we'll get back to you and, and tell you about the openings that we have on, on in all forms of our site. Uh, but thank you guys again, as always, for listening, and we will catch you again tomorrow. And as my buddy Will always says, peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.